Episode 72 of the Busting Balls Podcast. He's John. I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us, bustingballspod at gmail.com. You're listening to us through our native SoundCloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting dash balls or the PWOM Podcast Network, soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only. And you can find us on Spotify, search Busting Balls Podcast. Today's topic. The 2022-2023 Fashion Show. Once again, we turn our eyes to the grassy runway to see what everyone, who's everyone, is wearing this season, even in Qatar. John, what's happening, brother? Well, Jeff, me and you. You know, there's one thing I've been wondering over the past few hours, and that is, have you been been looking at the top of the table? Uh, You know, oddly enough, yes, I have, (laughs) as it turns out. How does that look? How does that look for you, Matt? Uh, it looks like there's a four-point gap between Arsenal and City and Spurs right now. Isn't that a thing? That, I, I'm not used to this feeling. This is uh, I don't think we've had this feeling in the entire time we've been doing this show, actually. No, in, in the four years you. we've done this show. It's going to be... How long is it since you've actually been top of the table after, you know, more than one or two games? It's gotta be forever it's been forever this is actually believe it or not the best start to a premier league season that arsenal has ever had even if we count the glory years of arson wenger yeah it, it's genuinely let, let, let's go to start with how impressive arsenal have been this season you know i, I will caveat by saying you know we will see injuries and suspensions kick in and we'll we'll see how it goes then but a genuinely good football inside who are capable of out-footballing teams who who unusually will outwork teams, which is something you haven't seen from an Arsenal side for how long? Uh, I mean, yeah, the, the, the side's turnaround has been absolutely, has been nothing short of incredible. And credit due to Mikel Arteta for building a team that will work with him. You know, it, it's we, we, we've got the players that will buy into Arteta's philosophy. And it's not always a superstar either, though we do clearly have one in Gabriel Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Um, and you're looking at the youngsters as well. You know, we're talking Martinelli. We're talking Saka, uh, Odegaard. Yeah. I mean, our, our captain is less than 25 years old, you know, yeah. and, you know, Aaron Ramsdale, Ben White. Uh, ben White. You know, okay. Smith-Rowe, ben White. once he's healthy. 
a centre-half who is quite happy going down the wing and is an absolute bargain on fantasy football. If you haven't got any team already, get on it because he's, he's brilliant. <laughs> start, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, today's match, Lee, as we record this on the 16th of October in the year of our leopard 2022, um, Legion Arsenal started off a uh a stacked day of football believe it or not on this day oh, yeah. um of course their match got delayed by about 40 minutes because of some sort of uh power failure local to where the VAR and the um and the goal line tech are are monitored because it's not on site it, it's not on site no. it was not at Ellen Road so some sort no, of local no. power failure so thankfully they had to reboot the VAR and thank goodness they did because they clearly got something. They got two calls corrected in this. Yep. One of which did go against us for a penalty, but uh, Patrick Bamford whiffed that one. And yeah, then... and, uh, that penalty, I think it was like four passes earlier. There was maybe an offside on that, which looked offside to me, but. Yeah, right. But also, what do I know? but also, um, you know, there was a VAR um, call when uh, Patrick Bamford late in the match just barged into Gabriel Jesus. The call on the pitch was a red card to Gabriel because he did throw his leg up with, with studs. So fair enough. Um, but then he, um, but then uh, VAR looked at it. They gave a penalty and a red card to Gabriel to Gabriel. VAR looked at it. No free kick to Arsenal yellow card to Gabriel. I still think Bamford should have been booked too. Yeah, absolutely. If he's if he's forced out play more physically, I'm with that. I haven't seen that incident yet, but but you know, also no, all credit to, but also all credit to Jesse Marsh and his Leeds team because that was a struggle in the second half. Uh, we, they, we in fact they gave a goal. In fact, Bamford had scored right at the restart, but that was taken away due to a foul, rightly by yeah. VAR again. So VAR actually <laughs> had a very good day today, as we're going to discuss also discuss later. Yeah, absolutely. They they are Leeds are a very good side. You know, you might not see it in the results right now, but they will be all right this season. I'm thinking they, they're again they they're not exactly the side Bielsa left, but they still will make anyone struggle to take points from Ellen Road. Yes, and and they did that today, and all credit uh, to them. I, I got I got no uh, nothing against Jesse Marsh. I mean Patrick Bamford. Yeah, he's kind of pissing me off today. So. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, but in the middle of that, so because of this and the delays to Leeds and Arsenal, because, of course, that's going to be the primary match I'm going to watch, I did not see any of El Clasico this morning. No, I I, miss, I didn't see any of it. But um, looking at the game, it looks to me like it was almost a, a robbery on, on Rails part, Rails part. Barcelona looked to be absolutely dominating that in terms of, you know, the attacking play from what I was hearing. Uh, but, you, uh, you would think that, but yet uh, 3-1, I mean, Benzema, Valverde, and a penalty from Rodrigo late in the game. Ferran Torres was the only one who was able to, uh, Ferran Torres was the only one who was able to score for Barca. So Robert Lewandowski uh, yet to score an El Clasico goal. Yeah, um, absolutely. You Real just have that experience, don't they? They get it done one way or the other. And I think that's going to take them up past, certainly past Xavi's Barca side this year. Yeah, they, yeah. well, I mean, they, they deservedly are now on top of the table in La Liga. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I, this reality may be a little un, a little unstoppable. Yeah, um, you know, they're not a real side you you put in the brackets of the greats at all, but but on evidence so far, <laughs> yeah, but they just win, baby. Yeah, I mean that, that's all there is. That's all there is to it. Uh, also happening today, a, a match you may have some feelings about here, uh, Jonathan. Uh, Liverpool hosting Man City. Uh, this is turning into. The great one of the great non derby uh, uh, rivalries of the modern age, and today was no different. Oh, today it was uh, you know, you say a match has everything, it's all you want in football. It was exciting, it was technically excellent. It was there was a ton of very sort of shithousery going on, particularly from Man City, and Liverpool at home, I, I don't like to, you know, drag the refs down, but Anthony Taylor today was absolutely appalling. Um, I, 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 I got to admit that the referee at, uh, at, at Leeds was not great either. <laughs> no, from what I heard, no. It was open season on Mo Salah today. You know, it was an early one. He got dragged down and then late on, Bernardo Silva was able to basically judo throw him over his shoulder right in front of the, the linesman and nothing was given whatsoever. Um, and Taylor would... I can understand why Pep was frustrated about a goal being disallowed for a shirt tug by Haaland. It was a clear shirt tug, but Taylor let so much shit go right through the game. Yeah. It, you know, <laughs> and, and you, Bernardo could have had three or four yellow cards on his own today. He is such a Dirty little player, Gr you know, great footballer, but absolutely dirty. And I got to say, Joe Gomez playing in the centre for uh, first time next to Van Dijk in ages, absolute titan. And Mo Salah kicked up and down the pitch, allowed the foul without impunity. Magnificent today, absolute titan. Ooh, <laughs> sorry, I just had to show John something. Um, yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was wild shit with Klopp getting sent off. Um, it looks like there, there's going to be, there's even more going on because now we, we're having a, a lot of he said, he said going on as far as uh, what the fans were up to. Pep Guardiola, of course, um, accusing Liverpool fans of throwing coins at himself and players and staff, which obviously is not on. I, I, yeah. I, I don't agree with that. And I, 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 I will... I will once again mention for American listeners who don't understand the deal is, yeah, you may get hurt if you get hit by an American coin. You don't seem to understand that coins in Britain are like pound coins are heavy. They are yeah. heavy things. They will do some damage if they make contact. Yeah, they, 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 they hurt. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, also, but also now Liverpool is making accusations at City fans for uh, – uh, it's some, an official uh, club statement, yeah. Yeah, some Hillsborough chants coming from yeah. the city. The, the, yeah, the chants about murderers and unequivocally, you know, I condemn that. I, I mean, I condemn any Liverpool fans who, who, you know, have been going on about the Munich disaster in the past as well. That, I don't I don't care. That goes past rivalry. That is not on. Yeah, we, we, and we just um, said this last episode too, by the absolutely. way. Absolutely. And, yeah, and I can that because the atmosphere at Anfield was terrific today because... You know, Anthony Taylor letting things go. The fans 
did not like what he was doing out there. Um, and rightly so, because what he was like, again, as I say, was absolutely insane. I mean, even that goal, which was a clear shirt tug in front of him, he let the, the play go on. And for possibly two fouls in that, it was an awful day for him. Good for him to have the courage to overturn that decision, and rightly so. But yeah, it was a, I say, it was a terrific atmosphere. And Jurgen Klopp, I can understand why he got the red card because he's just seen, you know, his best player, the player, you know, we play, we've just given a huge contract to get basically get thrown around with impurity, and and the referee and the assistant linesman have just watched it happen. They are not doing their job of protecting players. If he's not angry, I would have been shocked. Yeah. Well, the, the end result was Liverpool won, Man City nil. Uh, Liverpool are up to eighth with still a game in hand. Um, there's going to be some several games in hand coming up because Arsenal oh, yeah. was supposed to play City later this week. That has been postponed in favor of Arsenal versus PSV Eindhoven in the uh, Europa League, which, oh, boy, the way they lit up Zurich the last week. <laughs> I, I, I got a little bit of worry about that game, but uh, Arsenal doing very well in Europa League. Um, we're going to talk some more about Liverpool in Europe uh, here in a few minutes uh, coming up because we, we, we have a, a still, we're not done with what happened today. Uh, among other things, Napoli... Uh, Napoli beating Bologna to maintain their lead at the top of Serie A. They look the team to beat this year, especially in your Champions League group, I might add. Um, oh, they're, they're, they're roasting the group. It, it's deserved. You can't argue it. You know, they beat us 4-1, and they absolutely deserved to. Yes, they did. I did watch that game. They did absolutely deserve to win. But also, major game, I did not get to see any of, but this was a, another major game, and you wouldn't have thought so at the beginning of the season looking at the fixture <laughs> list. But Union Berlin, the surprise league leaders in the Bundesliga, uh, defeated Borussia Dortmund 2-0 today on a day that uh, Bayern Munich also roasted... 5 uh, 5-0. <laughs> 5-0. Who do they play? I, I don't have that in front of me. Oh, wait, here we go. Freiburg. The other league leaders. They were the, the co-league leaders going into this. Absolutely. And, and, yeah, so... This has been something, and now Bayern, Bayern in second on 19 points, still four points behind Union Berlin. John, are Union Berlin for real? You have to say they are in a minute. You know, what's, what's it, seven out of ten they won on the first before the season? I'm sure they'll basically say, you know, we, we, we're just making sure we get enough points on the board not to get relegated. Seven wins, um, two draws, one loss. One of those draws was against Bayern Munich. Yeah, and the one thing I'll say is, you know, history's teaching is anything. The second half of the season is going to be terrible, but because uh, Bayern are just going to romp it back. Yeah, that, but, that's usually how it works. You know, the, the, but, they, they gave everybody a head start in, in the first half, and then the second half comes, and then they roll, it. and then they roll everybody. Um, boy, why not? Why not union for for European spots, even Champions League? What the hell? Uh, I, you I, know I, what? This is uh, this is absolutely amazing. This is just an amazing run that Union Berlin are on, and I'm I'm here for it. I'm I'm going to be looking for, forward to that game against Heidenheim in, in midweek against the uh, uh, in, in the DFB poll call. Uh, also, uh, St. Pauli who beat Hamburg in the in their derby. 
uh, yesterday. What's your Friday, Derby score this year? What are your Derby scores this year? In your uh, games? I am four for four on Derbies, including the Busting Dallas. Balls Derby, I might add. Yep, <laughs> that, that's that's right. We are number one, John. That that is correct. Uh, actually, St. Pauli uh, are away to Freiburg on uh, in the in the poll call. A lot of poll call games uh, this week. There's yeah. also uh, Celtic away to Motherwell, who just got roasted by Rangers uh, today, unfortunately. But we've already beaten Motherwell this season. Um, Arsenal women, who I just watched beat Reading 1-0. Unfortunately, they're not top of the Women's Super League just because of uh, goal difference. So Man U, ha- Man United women have that honor. But there are three teams tied at the top at nine points. But the, the thing is, is that third place is Chelsea, who have played four games, whereas United and Arsenal have only played three. So you'll have that. So they took a – so Chelsea took an L somewhere along the way. And, um, yeah, anyway, Arsenal women open up – their Champions League against uh, Olympic Lyon, traditionally the best team in women's football, in women's club football. Yep. So that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> we also got oh, we also got uh, Juve and uh, and FC Zurich. Oh, again, we face a, we face an FC Zurich team again. How about that? <laughs> um. So while we're talking, uh, oh, and lastly for today, um, this was. Uh, Leeds Arsenal, not the only game that got delayed for reasons. Did you see Hull City versus Birmingham City got delayed because the goals were too big? Well, let, let's not be unkind here. Who hasn't exaggerated by two inches in an attempt? <laughs> oh, God, John. You're going to can- you're gonna get us canceled. <laughs> you're going to get us canceled. Oh hey, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just down on men, you know. Today, I'm, I'm, I'm well, apparently, not going. Well, apparently, they, apparently they took away one inch per goal that Hull would concede. Did you know Troy Deeney was at Birmingham City? I thought he was either. I thought he retired. I thought he did too, but also I thought he was a, a Watford lifer. Yeah, he was, just, and then just goes to show. Just goes if he to offered show. him money for it, I suppose he'll take it. So, John, have you been watching Wrexham? Uh, I haven't, but that's because they're not on TV over here. Well, uh, yeah, and I don't mean welcome to Wrexham, the, the of course the uh, the hit reality show about uh, about about Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney buying Wrexham AFC. No, I mean actually watching Wrexham AFC on TV because believe it or not, they were on U.S. national television this Sunday, this past Saturday morning. A way to Blythe, a way to Blythe Spartans, a team lower than them. Yeah, it did the FA Cup, baby. Uh, you know what? And Blythe Spartans, their their stadium was my jam. You saw, you saw uh, houses and a windmill in the background. I love those yes. games. I love, I love seeing that. <laughs> I, I do. I really do. Yeah, and one of my one of my favorite lower league football names, just behind Billiam Synthonia. Oh, I, we can go through a whole list of of some of these, my guy. But yeah, uh, Wrexham looked like they were going to be advancing, but no, uh, Blythe Spartans uh, concede uh, scored late, and so that game's going to a replay uh, on Tuesday as we as we record this at at the horse ground. What is it called? The race course. The race course. Yeah. 
So yeah, well, I don't know if that game's on TV. Let me, uh, you know, what? maybe I'll, I'll, I'll check that out. See if that game's gonna make U.S. national television because it looks like they're definitely living up with the, uh, <laughs> the whole, uh, you know, uh, Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhenney thing. But uh, yeah, they don't even. Oh, they don't even show that game. <laughs> Fop Mob does not even show that game as being on the schedule. So. Yeah, well, it's a replay, so it's only just been arranged. So. Yeah, so you think Fop Mob would be on it? Fop Mob, I, I trusted you, and you let me down. No, screw you. John, screw you, for, you disappoint us. <laughs> no, actually, Fop Mob is the, the greatest app on earth, so I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not too mad. Yeah, see, I got you hooked on that app, didn't I? Yeah, yeah totally. Because I showed that to you, and you were like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's Saturday afternoon app. That is, for me, just like, ah, that'll do. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, I I don't remember what app you were on, but I can guarantee you it was not as good as Fop Mob. So no, no, I, I just use the BBC. <laughs> so hey, Fop Mob, if you want to give us a sponsorship, uh, we're we'll be all about it. We will be glad to become an affiliated, an affiliated podcast. If uh, we will big you up to the skies, baby. That's right. Give us give me give us some of that sweet sponsor money. And we can uh, we can actually like do right. a uh, <laughs> yeah. By the way, hey, uh, you know what? Here, let's let's divert for two seconds, John. We may actually get ourselves on iTunes now because what? the reason why we couldn't get on there is because the logo we use uh, was not high enough resolution for iTunes, so oh, I, I, yeah. we couldn't do that. Uh, today's match: Liverpool versus Manchester City. Yeah, yeah, we have Thiago as given Cullen. us. Has given us our possible new logo, and so I am actually trying to get an actual logo done up for uh, for this podcast. With, nice. with this, we can maybe actually finally get ourselves on iTunes. Nice. And then next will be a Patreon, or or you know a Patreon. We'll we'll, we'll do and that. And then the world. And then, and then the world. <laughs> so, John. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I always have questions for you. How are Brendan Rodgers and Massimiliano Allegri both still employed? This is one of the great mysteries of life, you know, <laughs> along with what whatever happened to them on the Marie Celeste. You know, what is in the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> Where's Jimmy Hoffa? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Jimmy Harvey? You know, which flyway is he buried under? Um, <laughs> I almost spit my yeah. drink out. I was taking a drink of Gatorade, and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I nearly spit that out when you mentioned the Mary Celeste. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Brendan Rodgers, Leicester City are trash. Well, Leicester, to be fair, have sold basically <laughs> almost everyone good, not called James Madison this year. And Brendan Rodgers has come out and had a moan at the board already. What more do you need to do to get the boot? Is is it just a standoff between, you know, I'm not resigning and we're not sacking you, we're not doing that payoff? So, yeah, well, I think that's the situation that Juventus find themselves in too with Max Allegri because um, Juventus have been trash. I mean, yeah, they beat Torino in the derby yesterday but got embarrassed uh, by Maccabi Haifa, 2-0 in midweek. Uh, yeah. they, they have not been great. They're, sitting, they're currently sitting in eighth. So they're not even in a conference league spot right now. And yeah. unfortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, fortunately for Allegri, maybe unfortunately for 
Juve, um, yeah, 9 million euro salary per year for Allegri is uh, maybe what's keeping Allegri at work. Yeah, because he really, really has done a poor, poor job. How many points are they off? Table, table, table. I didn't have a look at where they sit today. Yeah, they are five points off Champions League spots already. Yeah. And you, uh, uh, they got the. You, you don't see where they're going to pick that back up at the moment. No, you don't. Mediocrity all the way. And especially since, I mean, look who's between them. I mean, we, you, I mean, you have Inter, Roma, Udinese, Milan, who's currently in a 1-1 with uh, Hellas Verona, as we, t- as we, as we speak. Yeah. Lazio, Atalanta, and then Napoli. They are, they are 10 points behind Napoli, and Sassuolo and, M- and Empoli and Torino are still kind of breathing down their necks a little bit. Yeah, well, there's a four-point gap. They, they, Juventus kind of isolated on their own right there, away from the Champions League squads. You look at the side ahead and you go, maybe Udinese would fall away, perhaps. But you're going, everyone else there? Really? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, I don't th- yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, of those teams, I think Udinese are the one who's who are more likely to drop points and and give Juve a leg up, but it's not going to be much. And especially, I don't think there's any way they're going to beat this Napoli team right now. No, not at all. And you, you look at the goal difference. You know, what Napoli ten goals better off than them as well. You know, apart from is it ten? Is it ten points ahead? Yeah, ten points. Yeah. You know, while we're speaking about unemployment. Um, I, I heard a stat this morning, and it blew my mind. 13, count them, 13 managerial sackings in the championship this season already. That's You know, that is more than half of the table there. That is. That, that is Unreal. literally more than half the table. That's a, particularly when the Premier League has been kind of relatively stable. That is, yeah, relative. Well, yeah. I mean, Scott Parker yeah. got got sacked early, and uh, Bournemouth actually Tuchel. has benefited from it. It must be said. Yeah. And and Tuchel, obviously. Well, Tuchel, yes, and then Graham Potter moved to Chelsea. They're stabilized. Uh Brighton like have been looking pretty good. Yeah, Brighton is still a good side there. Um, and Chelsea looking decent. They they weren't particularly impressive, but they still got the win. So, indeed. But yeah. Yeah, that thirteen managers sacked in the championship. That is that is wow. That is mind blowing. Yeah, how many does that reach by the end of the season? Can we get a full house? <laughs> but also, you know what? It's looking like Steve Cooper may be on his way out at Nottingham Forest, which is a bit of a shame. But um, you know, it, it is a bit of a shame. I think it's. Uh, I don't think it's right, honestly, because. I think Steve Cooper should be given a chance here, and especially the fact that they turned over the whole squad. Yeah, I, I, I can understand them turning over the whole squad, but I and I know he just walked in and essentially, you know, formed basically a miracle to get them up. But putting a side together like that, in you know, having to basically knit that side together on the hoop. That's incredibly tough, given particularly given the players were coming in right up to the deadline. And you know, the funny so, thing is, is that the owner's other team, Olympiacos, is apparently not doing so hot either. So, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that 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 is a that 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 is a story of a man right there. That dude. Just yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, I, I think yeah, I really hope that that Forrest don't panic and let Steve Cooper do his thing because I mean it, it benefited them last season, obviously. Yeah. So and here we are, and and there we are. So, oh boy. So hey, John. I'm sure you've noticed yeah. that uh, Scottish teams in the Champions League are uh, not doing great. Uh, Celtic, I particularly, haven't. yeah, Celtic, um, yeah, they they they've crashed out officially. They are they are they are done. They may be crashing out of Europe entirely uh, at this point. Uh, unless uh, it was a tough group, Venus. It was a really tough group. You know, it, it it's a shame. I thought that Leipzig, I thought Leipzig would have been a winnable game at Paradise at least. And you know, as we've mentioned before, they should have won at Shakhtar. Uh, yeah, in, in Warsaw. Absolutely. But you know what? I'm just gonna take this time to to laugh mightily at uh, the hosts of the morning football show on Sirius XM FC channel 157 on your Sirius X. Serious XM dial because they were trying to push this narrative that Rangers were a better team than they looked when they were well, getting their asses handed to them in the first three games. Uh, John, thank you to Liverpool FC for going to Castle Grayskull and utterly <laughs> fucking exposing them. Well, let, let's be fair to these serious hosts. Yeah, maybe they look good in the first six one. <laughs> Yeah, you know, half half time. I was thinking, my God, why we are absolute trash. We are level with a team who are not very good but working hard. And then second half, my God, my God, it, it's as good a half as we played all season. Uh, I, 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 I do not want to ever hear the phrase "Rangers are a better team than they look." ever again. And you know what? I will accept the same criticism of Celtic, despite the fact that Celtic actually went toe-to-toe with the all-time reigning European Cup champions for 60 minutes. And then it fell apart because it's Real Madrid and they're just so far above everybody. They're bringing on subs who cost more than your team. Yeah. 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 So, (laughs) you know, fair enough. But you know what? We gave them a game. We gave them yeah. a game, and I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Yes, okay, Andrew Postacoglu and Giovanni von Bronkhorst have sides that are built to compete in Scotland, not in Europe. Especially Andrew Postacoglu, I think that needs to be the, the, the change. He needs to build, get us, you know, get this team up to be able to compete in Europe. Yeah, uh, I mean, even if it's not the Champions League, you know, you take... You... The group stage of the Champions League is, you know, it, it's it's so good for a club like Celtic because in, in Scotland it makes a hell of a difference in the revenue you can have. But they should really aim to do, you know, something like Rangers did last year and get to the Europa final. That that should, you know, if Rangers can do that, Celtic are at least, you know, a, a, probably a better side than Rangers in, in every way. So why not? You know, yeah. at least get the latter stage of the Europa League should be an aim, I think. Yeah, and you know, again, you know, it just—I mean, it—it it, it breaks my heart that Celtic are not going to advance. But you know what? It's worth it because neither are Rangers, and Rangers have been completely, <laughs> completely exposed. The one thing I, I am sad about with that Rangers defeat is that Liverpool inflicted their record defeat, not Celtic. 
Well, you know, you can't have everything, but uh, you know, we, we, we'll leave leave your joy there for you, particularly when they're leaving uh, quite nasty stick stickers on Bill Shankly's statue. That, yeah. can, that you know, out you go. Don't yeah, hear that, yeah, I don't want to hear. Yeah, I never want to hear about it. And you know, when they were saying uh, all the nasty things that Celtic fans were saying about about the Queen, and like, you know what? You know, somehow that didn't extend to when Rangers fans are still to this day chanting "Billy's Boys," which I thought was a band chant, but they're still singing it. No, oh God, no! <laughs> it's no. Uh, having lived in Northern Ireland, I can tell you very much not so. Well, I mean, they're not supposed to be singing it at stadiums. They still do it anyway. Of course they do. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't want to hear it, is all I'm going to say. So, uh, one of our biggest WTF moments of the week. Uh, did you see the uh, the Mick Qatar burger? I, I think you sent me this earlier in the week. Yes, yeah. yeah, so this is in Brazilian McDonald's. Is introducing the Mick Qatar, spelled M C C A T A R, because Brazilian or you know Portuguese, I should say. Yeah, yeah, uh, including an Arab sauce. And the thing is, is there? I think there are plans to roll this out to other countries. Or certainly a variant on it, but not maybe not as a muck Qatar burger, you know, as a muck football burger. Well, or I think yeah, or a World Cup burger. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. So th th this is what it, it, it translates to: the brioche bread, hundred percent beef hamburger, crispy onions, tomato, emmental cheese. I don't know what that means, and Arabic sauce. What? Jesus Christ. Dear God. Yeah. It, just it, just stop this World Cup, please. Please, just stop um, this World Cup. We are going to have a lot of fun here. Oh, yeah. It, there's a, there, there is an upcoming episode. There is an upcoming episode where, yeah, we are going to be dismantling this whole World Cup. But uh, yeah, but on the other it. hand, we also have some entries in the fashion show for the World Cup too. So you know because we are nothing if not hypocrites. <laughs> but you know we we admit it. So uh, the last bit of news I have here is that John the the Major League Soccer playoffs have begun, and they, oh, wow. and they do not feature either Seattle or Portland Timbers. The first time, this that... is the first time that both yeah. of them this is the first time Seattle has not made the playoffs since they came into the to Major League Soccer in 2009. That is a remarkable beat. I've got to say I I did not expect that. I, I you know I I don't follow you know the MLS so closely but I know who the best teams are and that is a shocker for me. Yeah, um I believe that there is going to be an El Trafico coming up, though, because I believe LA Galaxy won their match, so they are going to be facing up against LAFC, the the regular season winners. You know, yeah. the, the supporter shield, as Major League Soccer likes to call it. Yeah, again, I, I'm not uh, hugely big on Major League Soccer either, so uh, th th this is the, about the only mention they're going to get from me on on this show until you know we have a champion at least because uh yeah because i just don't care <laughs> I, 
Arsenal's top of the Premier League. You think I care about Major League Soccer right now? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like honesty, and I like yeah, it. I mean, Celtic has one of their the most eye-pleasing teams they've had in years. You know, with with a record number of of, of Japanese players playing in, in in Europe in one club. You think I'm going to care about <laughs> about this? You know. Nope. Oh, great. Uh, meanwhile, I just hit hit my Twitter feed. Men in Blazers, a uh, a podcast I have some beef with one of the hosts with. Um, uh, just showed because it was an American, uh, Malik Tillman of Rangers, his goal against Motherwell. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, uh, but also, uh, yeah, uh, Celtic washed uh, Hibs 6-1 at Paradise yesterday, so. Yeah, James Forrest, by the way, uh, James Forrest not only scored a hat trick for Celtic, but also his 100th Celtic gold, becoming the 30th all-time Celtic player to reach that that milestone. Oof. So, congratulations, James Forrest. So, uh, that's all the news I have. John, do you have anything else uh, news-wise? Uh, I don't think I have. No, not today. Okay, well, if that's the case, then uh, coming up, today's topic, the 2022-23 fashion show. Once again, we turn our eyes to the grassy runway to see what everyone who's everyone is wearing this, this season, even in Qatar. Please stay tuned. And we're back with the second half of episode 72 of the Busting Balls podcast. Tonight, for your delight and ours, we are putting on our fashion correspondence exits for the 2022-23 Busting Balls fashion show. What's hot and what's not on the grassy runway, baby. That's right. Uh, we, we, are, we are glitzed out and glammed up for this. Oh, one. hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Right, we, so, we remembered to put on such shirts that might have been ironed once <laughs> three years ago. <laughs> so uh, in, in case you're not familiar with this, we uh, we once a year, we uh, around the, you know, after the season starts, we uh, take a look around uh, the leagues and other places because we do have a World Cup still coming up here. Uh that uh, we, we, we look at, uh, you know, what, what what's hot and what's not, as John said. Uh, as far as kit go, so John, I'm gonna let you. Uh, I'm gonna let you uh, start this one off. Well, well, I, I think as is becoming traditional now, let's go to Scotland and let's go to Loch Ness for the home kit here. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, baby, yep. This year, Loch Ness again, nice little black kit there, and what they have at the at the you know the bottom half are, is just an outline of the top of Scotland, a map right there, just a little outline. 
gorgeous again. You know, yeah. you know. I gotta be frank with you. I actually like the away kit better this year. Yeah, the the away kit. <laughs> I can come to away kit, but Jeff, tell them what the away kit looks like, my well, man. The away, the away kit looks like it, it, it's a white base shirt, has a lot of gold, uh, gold designs on it, and down at the bottom is uh, is Nessie. Yeah, in, in black. So I actually kind of like that one a little more. But I do like I, the, you know what the the home shirt, that map of Scotland. I do like that. Yeah, I, with I, the compass I, in the bottom corner as well. There, it is. Yeah. In, in, case, in, in case you didn't, in case you didn't know which direction was north, in, in Scotland, <laughs> <laughs> everywhere it's near the pole. All right. Well, uh, as is also traditional, uh, yeah, Arsenal's home shirt this year. It, it, I, I like it better than last year's because last year had those blue stripes on the shoulders that just I thought threw the design off. But mm-hmm. um, you know, their their away kit, which they wore today. Uh, it looks smart. It's a black with gold, you know, black with gold lettering. Uh, it looks smart, and uh, you know, both you know, Arsenal won, won two games, one nil away in that kit today b- between the, the men and the women. But I have to say that uh, their third kit, that pink job. Oh my goodness that that is that is high fashion, especially if you see it up close and personal, which I have. And, uh, yeah, it, it is beautiful. It has little uh, pink diamonds studded all over the, uh, the shirt. If you, if you look close enough, uh, beautiful design. I, I, I think it's great. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not big on sick Lipple's first kit this year because I just don't like designer the neck on it. Just, yeah, it, it, it just doesn't do it for me. It's just the shape of it. You know, it's it's a simple enough kit. It's fine, but yeah. second kit, well, yeah, I, I believe it's about Liverpool's role in the nineteen nineties dance here, and man, whoever designed that was on something. Okay, so I have a question about this. What was Liverpool's contribution to the nineteen nineties dance scene? Because all I can remember is the farm. The farm. <laughs> um, let's see, I can't remember which bands were from. It, it, it's essentially Liverpool had a few clubs there as i remember because i as i recall it was all it was all uh all manchester and a few london bands that were the the big ones unless we're not talking Manchester yeah. specifically unless we're, we're talking something else by the way did you hear that uh there was a kit that city released and the designer of the hacienda said that it was appropriation yes <laughs> oh god yeah um yeah the Liverpool club was the it had a, one of the super clubs. It was Green Super Club, so that's where everything got on air in. Essentially, uh, you know, okay. Different. I don't remember that club, but okay. Yeah, it, I, I don't know if you wouldn't. I don't know if there's any particular bands from Liverpool. I'd have to look that one. Yeah, up. the farm. That's it. That's, that's all I can recall. I, I can, you can't. You can't remember the Lars as well. Did you ever hear of the Beatles? <laughs> the <laughs> Beatles. <laughs> Were the Lars from Liverpool? <laughs> Yeah, the Lars well, were they, the, Yeah, but they weren't the, dance, and they only had one album. I know. So. I know. <laughs> uh, uh, along with a song about heroin that was covered by a by a Christian alternative band. Yeah, you that's that's none the richer. <laughs> yeah, that that was. Yeah, that's still one of the things that cracks me up. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> All right, anyway. ne- next up. All right. So, oh wait. So you were talking. Uh, yeah, you talked uh, Liverpool's away shirt. I'm going to talk an away shirt too. Uh, okay. Celtic. 
their away their away shirt is the best this year. Black with green pinstripes. That thing is a, a joy to behold. It's yeah. Absolutely. Last year, last year their their home kit I thought was the better. Although we do between my son and I have um, last year's home and away shirt, both with uh, Kyogo Furuhashi with his actual name on it. If you know what I mean. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. So yeah, this uh, this year's uh, Celtic away. I'm definitely plucking down for that one. It, it is a beautiful shirt. And I'm getting, and I'm getting Maeda's name on that one, so. Perfect. Okay, here we go. I, I'm going, I, I, I think we'll come with a little theme here of the pink shirt here. I am talking, have, if you have a look here at Palermo, home and away shirts here. Ooh, Both Palermo are, always brings the pink. Oh, yeah. Let's have, have a look. It, it's, it's a nice shade of almost sound pink, you know, and it's quite a plain design on the home kit. The and the away kit though as well. Oh, oh, that is nice, isn't it? Oh yeah. Oh, those stripes. Oh yeah. yeah. The, the pink stripes and the black. It is a thing of real beauty. Oh my goodness, that is that is. Ooh. Mwah. Yeah, the, the 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 home shirt's a little plain, but oh yeah, I do like that's uh, kind of, yeah. Fun. The away kit is very similar to Celtics in that in that regard. Yeah, has to it be said. Really was better work. Yeah, well, yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm here for it. You know, cap of this, you know, and <laughs> I am here for it. Uh, while we're still on the subject of away kits, um, yeah, City's third kit today that you all saw in the Liverpool game yeah. kind of resembles something um, kind of resembles <laughs> Celtics away kit from the 2009, 2010 season where Tony Mowbray was a horrible manager for Celtic. And uh, that was a disaster season. I seem to recall that that design was also used in a previous uh, season for Celtic and it did not end in, uh, it did not end in glory for them then either. So no, yeah, I, I I I mean I like it, but boy, is there a bad precedent for that style of kit? Yeah, they they kind of try to dazzle the opposition, aren't they? Because it it is luminous, and I, I quite like the bright purple shirts, you know. Because you know you get you get them in the uh, you know the under the floodlights in the midweek winter games. They are like they they are beautiful things. They're not maybe not quite their best in the daytime games, but you get to win it, and these are lovely kits. Yeah, I just were you know, it just it may be a bad omen for City because yeah, that that yeah, that uh that kid well, under uh, so. Yeah, that that kid well, right. But that kid under Tony Mowbray for Celtic, uh yeah, did yeah. not work out. And then let I suppose we should say, you know, it, it strikes across and then just luminous kind of bands of yellow, I think is would you say? Yeah, or, or and this one looks more like highlighter green, but yeah, it, it's supposed to it meant to in, invoke like a, a bees, because remember, you know, the old Celtic announcer, oh there's a buzzing about the place when they wore that kit in uh in, in the mm -hmm. I think it was in the eighties or nineties. But either way it did not work out well for Celtic. Not at all. Both times or, that they've had that kit, so Well, I'm gonna continue on the pink themed kit here. And, and I'm going to go to the other half of Merseyside. And Jeff, I think, knows exactly what I'm talking about here. Oh, no. Everton's away kit. Oh, God. Oh, I forgot about this kit. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, yeah. go, go, go on, John. 
yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, again, it, it, it's salmon pink here, but it has the weird, it, it's like got track marks down the front of it, you know, random kind of track blue kind of diamond, half diamond track marks. Well, when you say track marks, you don't mean heroin. You mean you mean uh, you know, tire, tire treads. Tire tracks, yeah, yeah. So U G L Y, they ain't got no alibi, baby. Oh my god! You know, honestly, that this could have been a good shirt. That yes, this, this could have been a good shirt. Uh if if that design wasn't so busy, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As it stands, yeah, I think they deserve relegation for this shirt. Honestly, absolutely. You know, good, good for the color. Zero attempt for design here. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna divert a little bit. Um, since we're on the pink subject, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this a little bit out of order. Uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to Japan. Oh, Sagan Tosu's uh home kit this year, baby blue. With pink accents, it is magnificent. I I, I really enjoy that kit. Oh yeah, yeah. That oh that, that yeah. The, again, you, that, looking that at is, it now. Yeah, yeah. You know where Everton have that kind of really busy design, really nicely done. You know, there's, there's a little central thing, and it all looks like it's radiant. Yeah, that that is. Yeah, it looks like it, yeah, it's a lot more organized, and I think the baby blue having the pink as the accent with the I guess a baby blue shirt. I think that really just I think it just works. Oh, oh, that that pops. That absolutely pops. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I agree. So yeah, like I said, I did kind of do that out of order. I was hoping to to group a bunch of them from the J League, but you know we can always go back. So all right, okay. All right, next up. Next up. I'm, I'm going to take you away to France here, and I'm going for the away kit for Toulouse this year. To, so, uh, you know, if, if you want to call it, I'll describe it. So, essentially, it's a black shirt here, and across, you know, across the chest, we have a skyline picked out in various colours. Just, you know, an outline of the skyline, I should say. You know, so something like you had on, you know, Frasier for Seattle. Right. In, you know, a black kit with with you know these these bright little colours, and you know, and I'm, I'm quite liking that because the colours on that again, they 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 pop nicely. The badge, you know, maybe you know it's it's purple. Can't do too much about that, but yeah, the the, the brightness of that of that that those colours on that skyline, I do like that kit. Yeah, actually, the I'm looking at it now, and yeah, the uh, the uh, the the, uh, the 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 sponsor logo actually kind of meshes in with it. It does, oh, yeah. The it, it like actually blends in quite yeah, well. Yeah, there's some thought gone into this kit, isn't there? Yeah, there is. It, 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 I, I, I'm, uh, I'm very impressed with this. It has to be said. I, I'm very impressed with Toulouse FC's uh, away kit this year. Um, going to another uh, uh, center of fashion, uh, we go back to Venice, who were my winners last year. Uh, for, oh, Ven- for Venezia FC, once again, all three of their kits this year are are winners. They're not as good as last year's though, so they're not my winner this year. Not at all, no. But okay. and unfortunately, they did get relegated last year too. But uh, yeah, I think all of their shirts this year uh, are are on point. If you t- if you take a look, it, the black, you know, their home kit is basic black, but it has, you know, uh, red, white and uh, green stripes 
going down it. The away shirt is a basic uh, is a basic white with uh, gold trim and uh, green and white stripe, uh, green and yellow stripes, I should say, at various points. And then their third kit, probably the best of the bunch. It's just a golden shirt with black trim. And and yeah. a new and a new logo. I might I might add too. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm liking those kits. Yeah, really. So yeah, Venezia. They they keep bringing the they keep bringing the the uh, the fashion, if nothing else, to their game. So yeah, and you know what? Just that I am going to bring the whole tone down again, and I'm going to mention to Jeff, which is probably not going to be good with him. Atletico Madrid's home kit. Let me say. Oh, oh I had this on my list too. I had this on a my list. Disaster. Nike oh. are apparently struggling to sell this. Oh God, I'm, they are struggling to sell it. The fans have universally rejected it. No, it, it, this it, is a bad shirt. It, it's a terrible shirt. It's I believe that the stripes are supposedly in the shape of the river that runs through Madrid. Yeah, I'm calling bull, yeah, I, I call ma bullshit. Maximum marks for the you know for the idea. Absolute zero for the execution because it just looks like whoever was actually drawing the lines for the kit was absolutely pissed out of their skull. <laughs> they were um yeah they were you know ten points down when they tried this. Uh yeah that that is designer with an excuse. Come on. Yeah well again I had this on my list uh to the, uh, and and, it, and not in a in a positive light. Yeah, this uh, this kit is is not good at all, and I, I have heard that they are going to be going back to the traditional stripes next season. Which yeah, that can't come soon enough, my guys. Absolutely. Uh, while we're on bad kits for teams that should know better, uh, RB Leipzig's home kit this year, um, you know, it's not enough that they already have the Red Bull logo on as the badge and as the sponsor but they have like you know this uh, rubber stamp looking you know faded red bulls in various colors all over the shirt oh, somebody, God. somebody needs to stop red uh, bull. somebody needs to stop red bull it, 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 it's this simple we somebody they needs to, they need they need to to put an end to this because this is awful kill it kill it with fire oh god yeah i mean yeah Leipzig, what what are you doing man I, I, why, why, why did you agree to this? <laughs> Alrighty, you you might want to look this up, but I'm going with Levante's third kit here, being mm. in Spain. It is a nice shade of green, but it looks like a petri dish. Frankly, the contents of a petri dish. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, it does. Oh my goodness, this might be our cover star. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? It's Ooh. Ooh. It, it it just looks like some uh, you know, it, it kind of almost Jackson Pollock in that someone's, you know, just put a ruler to a paintbrush, let it let it fly. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that is not a good shirt. It is a horror shirt, you know. It it is just spots all over the place. Uh, you know, spots on top of spots as well. Mm, that, yeah, yeah, he, you're right. That that is, that is yeah, that is a garish, ugly, ugly shirt. Uh, if we're gonna keep with uh, garish, ugly shirts, um, mm -hmm. similar color scheme, only with lines instead of of, of blotches. Mm -hmm. The away shirt for Doncaster Rovers. Oh, that's let me have a Doncaster. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> 
Oh dear, my son. Oh Lord, right. It, it not only somehow it manages to not only be blinding, but so loud it's deafening. Oh, that yeah is dear, dear God, what the <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, what? Like I was. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. What the Jesus? Yeah, Lord. <laughs> God help us. What the? What are these kit manufacturers on this year, man? I don't know. I don't know. And I, I, I have a question about that too. As we, uh, as we head into the international kits, are we still? Are we keeping with the clubs for now? Um, I, I can go into the international. Well, let, let's wrap up the clubs real quick because I still I have like one that's actually two combined coming up. All right. Well, I, t I tell you what, I hate to give them publicity, but let let's go with Barca here. You know, Bar the Barca because the home kit they've at least rectified the monstrosity that it, that was last year's kit. You know, last year's kit was a horrible mess. They the government straight the away kit this year though. Um interesting kind of color an old-fashioned brazil and if you look at the top i believe that's a design of the city streets around barca just uh, just above the badge uh i think so um you know there's a lot of these sort of kits nowadays because i saw one for also from japan that had like a a design of like an old like an old uh uh, uh yukio a scroll put in, yeah. in there uh, for but it was a third division team that I've never heard of, so unfortunately, and we didn't have the space to to add that. But yeah, that seems to be the the trend these days, especially on away kits where they're they're doing like these these uh, intricate designs printed underneath in like muted colors. Um, John, I believe last year your winner was a uh, it was a Brazilian club, Atlético Mineiro, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Atlético Mineiro. They they did that with their club, with their uh, with their their city map, as I That's recall. Beautiful kit, man. Or maybe it was their state map. I don't I don't remember. I think but it was yeah. state top of my head. But yeah, one of the it, two, it, yeah. It was a fan design kit, if I remember rightly. Yeah, yeah. It, yes, it was. In fact, yeah. Okay, you know, I do like that. The home kit, I'm still not entirely sold on because I think that that the the two different shades of blue are still throwing it off. I, I yeah. just just give me the the traditional Blaugrana strip. Blaugrana, you know? yeah, absolutely. Just give you me that, and, and without sponsor logos, thank you. Yeah, that that particularly that one that they've got there now. Oh jeez, you mean the the, the the ones that nearly bought uh, <laughs> the ones that nearly bought Arsenal? That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I I, I am uh, of course <clears throat> of course I am going to point out that we are on that same sponsor. <laughs> this is why I haven't mentioned them. Yes, uh, <laughs> I, I haven't mentioned them either. On that note, as far as social or internet apps sponsoring um, sponsoring uh, football clubs, you have seen who Wrexham's shirt sponsor is, right? I have forgot. Is it if it, is a Deadpool logo on there? No, it's TikTok. Oh God, yes, it is. Now, now you say that, I have seen it. Yeah. So. All right, well, I'm going to wrap up my club shirts. Uh, we're going back to Japan for two different ones because they're kind of they're kind of related. Because, John, as you know, uh, I like me a purple kit. You do. We have we have we have brought this up before. Uh, I'm going to shout out two particular clubs in the J League. Uh, the first one being Kagoshima United. 
They're, they have a solid purple with red trim. There's a pattern on there, but it's actually not too intrusive. Okay, I don't think. A... Ooh. <laughs> Good lord. Are you, are you looking up Kagoshima United now? I'm looking at Kagoshima. Yeah, yeah. But uh, while you're looking at that, I'll also have a gander at the home the, shirt. The trim on that is really nice as well. You know, that, that, red, that kind of reddish trim there, red yeah. orange trim. I do yeah, like yeah, that. Uh, while yeah. you're while you're there, uh, you could also have a gander at uh, the home strip this season for Gamba Osaka. Gamba Osaka, black and purple stripes, classic look. I dig it. it it's just it's, it's a classic look. It's possibly one of the most classic looking strips this season in all of Gamba. football. Oh, it, it it's quite. It, it's like what Inter's kit would be if it was good, isn't it? Yeah, good and and purple. Yes, it's like if if you combine a classic Inter and uh, Fiorentina shirt. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah that, I, that. I, I might have mentioned you know Fiorentina as far as purple, but uh, quite frankly, I hate their new badge. Oh yeah, the, it's it's not got the elegance of the old badge at all. No, God, you know that that's a whole topic we need to discuss sometime about how badges are just looking, starting to look awful now. Oh yeah, we can do that because I'm I'm going to mention another badge later on. So uh, as we get into the we're going oh. we're getting into the international segment of, of uh, this year's fashion show, a special, a special international segment. So John, uh, take it away. All right, and talking of badges here, and, and I'm going to ask you to look it up if you haven't seen it. I want to start with the Denmark kit. In fact, you can go for all three Denmark kits on this if you want. Oh, if yes. You guys look it up. Oh, but I've looked it Denmark, up. Denmark, a kit manufacturer, Hummel, you know, they, they, are, they have a nice little design. They have that kind of the, the arrows down the shoulder design normally. Mm -hmm. What they have done for this year's World Cup is – because to protest at where it's being held, they have muted their logo, they have muted the Denmark logo, and they have just, you know, they have muted all the markings on there. You would, you, you can maybe see just about that it is a Denmark kit, but it's it's almost just a plainish shirt with a little sort of contrast. I, you know, I, I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but... I'm going to give it a winner simply for the moral stand that they're making on this, baby. I, I, I agree. And in fact, if you recall, you know, Denmark were the heroes of last Euro because, you know, not, you know, started out with Christian Eriksen and then they took it all the way to uh, to the finals where, quite frankly, England were the heels in that match. Uh, they're the heels in every match for you, Jeff. Let's not be a <laughs> Except for the women, I I, I don't mind England. Women, oh, absolutely, yeah. Even though they did beat Germany, but I I, I don't mind England women. Uh, but um, yeah, I I do agree with this. I I do agree with that move. That is a that is a sweet move and a swing. It is, a, you know, what? it's a nice looking kit too. It's a nice looking kit as well. Yeah, it, you know, to, to boot, it, it's a nice looking kit. It, it's understated. I'm I'm happy with that one. Yeah. But if we're gonna talk about international kits. The, yeah. the the forever kings of of swagger are back, John. They're back yeah. on an international plane. Have you seen uh -huh. Have you seen Senegal's? I have not actually seen Senegal's home kit. Oh my goodness! Get thee to looking at Senegal right I, now. I am on this. 
Oh, that's what, yeah. Their, their home kit is, is fantastic. White shirt with the uh, uh, green, yellow, and red. Star in the middle. Everything that says Senegal. They always bring the, the kit. Now, I'm also going to point out their away kit. Rainbow trim here as well. I'll let, that's not... That's not rain. No, it's not rainbow. It's it's green. It's the Senegal. Yeah, it's the, Senegal it's the flag. flag. Yeah. It kind of looks. It kind of looks rainbow with that. Well, ish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if you squint yeah. a little yeah, bit. But three but... color trim. Three color trim. You know, we're talking yeah. on the flag: green, yellow, red. Yeah, that that is swag. Now, if you do look at their away shirt, you'll notice that uh, all of the Puma away kits for the World Cup have this weird window in them. Yeah, it looks like they they're putting on like their their the like sen. You can barely see it in the Senegal one. Uh, I think there's a design. If you look at it, I'm trying to bring up another Puma, uh, another Puma kit here. Oh yeah, like uh, for Morocco, they have a design there too in the in that window, and it says M A R. I mean, it's it's Serbia, same thing. I mean, it, it's it's cute, but I think it makes the shirt. I think the window effect makes it look a little busy. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, but that that home kit, yeah, I'm I'm 100 with that. But let let us stay in Africa here, and I want you, if you will, to take a look at the Nigeria kit, and then I want you, just on the first view, to describe this. For the listeners. Oh, my okay. I have not seen the Nigeria cat. They're not in the World Cup this year, are they? No, 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 they're not. But uh, yeah. I, I just, I'm just looking at it and going, it, it's something that Jeff needs to see and describe to you. Now, which one are we talking about? Are we talking the home or away? The home kit. Ooh. I mean, ordinarily, I like a Nigeria kit. Uh, they do have one of the, the best kits out there. They generally Ooh, This one's a very, very... This one's very... Busy, busy, busy and <laughs> messy, and yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I like the bird motif in the middle. The, the there. bird motif is beautiful, but yeah, but yeah. Give me, give me the away kit though. I'm looking at their away kit right now. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, with the white shirt, green trim with the the sleeves with a pattern on it. I dig that, but yeah, ooh, that home kit. Uh, what what happened there? Yeah, I I have no idea. But... I mean that 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 looks like. I mean that. That Nigeria home kit is what everybody thinks a nightclub is like. Yeah, it, it's it's like someone started to design it and forgot to stop. <laughs> okay, I have uh, one more. I have one more international kit, and then a couple of honorable mentions for internationals. Okay, I've, I've got two. I can do two or three. I'll cut one off. That's not a problem. Okay, Ecuador. Ecuador. Their, their kit. Their home. Their home shirt. Beautiful, just a, a nice, simple yellow shirt, very striking. No, all killer, no filler. You gotta dig that shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. The 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 World Cup jersey is yeah, really nice. It's cause there was a twenty. There's also a home jersey which is really nice as well. But yeah, that yeah that that's one of those that you can imagine picking up. You know, <laughs> after World Cup and and going around. Yeah, that that's really yeah simplicity and you don't see much of that in the world cup no you don't actually okay so okay i'm i'm going to say here mexico their second kit the away kit you know i had that as an honorable mention and i'll tell you why but first <laughs> oh, but tell tell us about the shirt first okay again 
it's it's a you know it, it it's a white shirt with with a red design over it. You know, it, it it's 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 like with Adidas. I, I'm not that you know they they've got the stripes which are just stopping at the shoulder, and I like them to go down a little bit further. But it it's got kind of uh, Aztec design work all over it. Yes, it um, does. And yeah, I, I, again, it, it's one of those. I can't decide whether it's brilliant or whether you know they they've again gone too far on it. it it's not. Like, it's it's not quite as nice to me as that home jersey, which is, you know, the a green thing with it with a with a nice again a nice green design. It quite simple and the red stripes at the top. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do like this Mexico away kit. I mean, and, you know, far be it for me to, I mean, I, I, you know, Mexico, of course, is the USA's biggest rival internationally. But um, I have to say, I do not like the new Mexico badge. I actually actively hate that badge. Yeah, it, it's not nice. It, it's not good. And that's why I, I had that as an honorable mention for this one. And actually, I think that away shirt is is kind of a, it's more of an off-white, I think. Yeah, yeah, it is. Honestly. Uh, my last honorable mention for internationals, uh, Germany's home World Cup shirt. Uh, it looks like the bad, you know, the, the bad Newcastle or Juve shirts. with uh, It's white with a big black stripe. Like, they just yeah. did that and said, okay, we're done. I, yeah. I I don't care for it to be honest. I, I mean, again, it looks like you know, uh, you know, the 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 variety of Juve, Juventus and Newcastle shirts that I I tend to not like. Cool. I, okay, and I'll go with my last one. I was going to go with the with the Dutch because I'm not keen on their latest one because it's more a gold kit than the old classic orange. Yeah, it is, not, it is not. It is not Aranje. That is for no, sure. No. It is not Aranje. It, it is not a vintage Dutch shirt. But I'm going to go with the South Korea away shirt. You need to see this. Oh, I think I have seen this. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they, yeah, with the uh, the kind of the, the the purple designs on there. Yeah, the kind of crayon stuff on there. Yeah, you know, I did think about that one, and oh yes, okay. You know, I, I did think about that one, but I've also seen like a lot of wallpaper that looks like that too. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, their, their home shirt's not bad. Yeah, the home shirt's quite nice. Yeah, the, the uh, the, the kind of the reddish orange one, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, I can be, I can be convinced on the South Korean, uh, away shirt on this one. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I want to see it, you know, in the, in the flesh, so to speak, or in the fabric before I, uh, yeah, I, I, I think if we see it in real, I think if we see it being used, we, we, you know, it being worn on yeah. the pitch, I think we, we may come around on that one. Absolutely. And we may come around on some other ones. And if you have any suggestions that we miss for the 2022-2023 fashion show, you can hit us up on Twitter at BustingBallsPod or email us at BustingBallsPod at gmail.com. You have been listening to Episode 72 of the Busting Balls Podcast on our native SoundCloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting-balls, or the PWOM Podcast Network, soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only. And you can find us on Spotify. Search Busting Balls Podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to try to make a push for iTunes here soon, as soon as we can get a, uh, a good logo done up with this new design that uh, since uh, – who, who was that? That was uh, – who? Yago and 
yeah, Tiago Tia- Silva and Erling Brat Holland uh, were kind enough to to provide us with a new uh, with a new design. After four years, we can update our our look slightly. You know, not you, from you that know 19, not from that nineteen nineties Bundesliga game. Yeah, yeah, you you know I'm never going to object to any logo with Tiago Silva on it. He, the man well, I don't know how much of him is going to be on there. It may, we may not be able to put so much of Holland on there too, for that matter, because <laughs> you know, you know, in in these litigious times and uh, of uh, <laughs> of, uh, of trademarks <laughs> and such. So, <laughs> but uh, on that note, John, any last words? Yeah, fuck you, Anthony Taylor. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, twelve men. <laughs> oh Jesus! Hey, God, wait, I got, uh, yeah. Who was it? Who, who was the the idiot who officiated our match today? I come, Chris Cavanaugh. Hey, Chris Cavanaugh, you could suck it too. Hey, hey! All right, uh, we don't know what our next topic will be. It'll probably be us tearing down the World Cup because we are coming up on that time. So. Oh, yeah. um yeah, it should be uh, within a week or two. So uh, until then, it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Good night.